Let's do it. Welcome to the That's Good Sports podcast. It's like That's Good Sports YouTube channel, but longer with... Not as funny. Not as funny because the jokes don't exist. Uh, No editing unless Will says something racist, sexist, or homophobic. Um, which is like every other word it's these actually days. actually a lot of editing. <laughs> Take um, it back. Today, we're going we're gonna to talk a little XFL. That seems to be so hot right now. Um, a lot of talk about Taysom Hill this week. The quarterback free agency market is just getting weirder and weirder in terms of rumors and guys maybe being traded. Uh, Matthew Stafford was rumored to be on the trading block, but then was said he wasn't. Uh, Miles Garrett back in the NFL. And uh, Nikki Chabala wrote an article. It was about the Bolin family and the Bolin Trust. And it was very long, but I decided to read it, even though I'm tired, because that's the kind of dedication I have to this job that we do, Will. And I learned that there is quite possibly an eighth Bolin child. So Pat Bolin had seven kids, and now I learned he had an eighth. Did you know that, or is that news to you? No, this is definitely news to me. Yeah, so, which, that is a lot of kids. Somebody commented, like... Approaching Philip Rivers territory. Yeah, what, does Rivers have nine? Is that where he's yeah, at? Yeah, nine. He, uh, I and, can't. Yeah, rest in peace. Pat won't be having anymore. So, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I assume. I mean, technically, he could, I guess. If he froze his sperm, maybe? Yeah. Which, when you're rich, like, why wouldn't you? Exactly. I would, yeah. I might freeze my sperm and then order it to be um, thawed and inseminated every 20 years after I die for the next hundred years it'll be like you know how they say about genghis khan like one out of every three yes <laughs> people in asia are descendants is re- related That's to genghis what khan. it's gonna be like but for here, me here in the united states of america for my inferior physical dna <laughs> my let's see brain pretty average ability to grow hair Ooh, gonna be a lot of hairy kids out there yeah Kids, like seven-year-olds running around with full bushy beards. Not a beard, but that's when the mustache starts to come in. <laughs> About seven or eight. I, I, my mustache yeah. started coming in when I was like 12. And I had moved to Wichita, Kansas. And then I came back like for Christmas that year. And all my friends were like making fun of my mustache. And I, like, I, I guess... Like, I knew it was there, and I knew it was getting, like, noticeable, but I don't know. I guess I was in denial about it. But once your friends, like, make fun of you for having it, I was like, okay, better start shaving. I was embarrassed to, like, start shaving. I don't know why. I felt like I was too young. Uh, I should have just started shaving. This will make fun of you for anything. There's no logical uh, reason behind it. No. And then when I got back to school, somebody was like, you shaved your mustache off. (laughs) And I was like, And they made fun of you for that. Like, I, I made up a story about how I was shaving it, and I just shaved off too much, and I had to shave off the whole thing. Like, I don't know why I felt it was necessary to have, like, <laughs> like an excuse. I don't know. It was weird. I'm just glad I don't have to go through puberty again. Fuck. Yeah, it just sucked. Yeah, it did. 
I kept mm-hmm. thinking too. It's like pretty sure my my penis is gonna get bigger at some some point, and then that's that the thing. Your penis just never, stays the same. You know, like, you're the penis you're born with. I guess it's done. It's done. Good thing I'm getting hair on my lower back now, and my penis is exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, like it'd Thanks, be cool Mom. if, like, you know, old people like their ears start drooping and their nose gets bigger. Yeah, as it how how does that gravity not apply to the dick? I feel like it does to your balls, but the penis is yeah. like impervious to to getting bigger for any reason. <laughs> so stupid. That might be the best evidence that uh, God's not real. God is real, and He's an angry, vengeful God. Well, the Chiefs won, so. What's that? The Chiefs won, too, so. Oh, yeah. So there's no God. settled that one. There's a devil, for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's alive and well. Yes. Yes. He is Um, evil. Speaking of the devil. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know how to segue that one. I thought I had something. Who are you going to segue to? (laughs) I wasn't sure if I was going to do XFL, Taysom Hill, Miles Garrett or Jameis Winston. Wow. I could see it applying to all. Um, Yeah, speaking of the devil, um, one of his greatest opponents, Mormon Taysom Hill. (laughs) His greatest, yeah, his greatest nemesis who could end him, Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. He does it all. The Swiss Army knife with three wives. Uh, So the big story surrounding Taysom Hill now is that – Saints aren't really sure what to do with them at this point. They've got bigger fish to fry, obviously. Speaking of the devil, the Saints have done a good job at uh, serving him recently. <clears throat> yeah, no shit. You know what I'm saying. Um, but Taysom Hill views himself as a franchise quarterback, uh, despite the fact that he's completed something like seven passes in his career which has only spanned a couple of seasons. Yeah, I saw somebody tweet that Muhammad Sanu had more completions than Taysom Hill. I didn't check to see if it was true, but I like that stat. Yeah, it's, it sounds pretty close. I bet Julian Edelman does for sure. Um, Probably, except I think he'd have more, except one of them was uh, dropped by Drew Brees in the Super Bowl. Or Drew Brees, Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. That's true. Yeah, no, 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 definitely. Uh, They also have Teddy Bridgewater. So it creates an interesting dilemma. We don't know if Drew Brees is going to come back or if he's going to retire, but he said that he's only going to play for the Saints. So we've got this this love triangle going on in New Orleans. And um, what would you do if you were the Saints? Um, That's interesting because a lot of misinformation, I feel – has come out of new Orleans and that is not even factoring in the whole pedophile thing. Um, they're so like they, they sort of perpetuated the thing about Drew Brees retiring, not, not, not perpetuated it, but they were like the first to say he's thinking about retiring. And I believe he is thinking about retiring or coming back. Then they said they believe Taysom Hill was the future starter. Um, Taysom's wondering whether they believe he's their quarterback or not. Teddy Bridgewater is the guy they actually started this season in place of Drew Brees. Right. And he won every single game, but they've been kind of quiet about Teddy. So I feel like they're trying not to tip their hat in case Drew Brees does retire. 
Um, but I don't know. I I would go with Teddy Bridgewater based on the fact that he showed he could win with the team that they currently have. Um, Taysom Hill is intriguing because of what we've seen Lamar Jackson do, right? That's basically the only reason. Right. Lamar Jackson is this incredibly gifted athlete who the Ravens figured out how to build an offense around his strengths. Taysom Hill is not Lamar Jackson. I don't even know if Taysom Hill can throw as good as Lamar Jackson, but he provides the option of being able to do multiple things with the quarterback. I don't know if you roll with that guy as your starter. Depends on how much he wants to get paid. But if I had to choose, I would trade him and keep Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, and we should point out that currently Teddy Bridgewater is a scheduled free agent. Taysom Hill is a restricted free agent. Yeah, so the Saints can match, right? Drew Brees is on the brink of retirement. So hypothetically, if they did nothing, all three of them could be gone. So they have to actively make a decision. Which, which is fine because then they – could you – what if Drew Brees, say in the next week, announces he's going to retire and then the Saints sign Tom Brady? That would be pretty devious. I mean, that would suck. But if you're talking about a team Tom Brady could go into and probably – Probably win. Win right away, it's New Orleans. Um, I'd have to agree. I think like Michael you, Thomas can have 180 receptions. <laughs> I saw a free agency like power ranking listing and uh, they had Brady at one and Breeze at two. I was like, that doesn't make sense. Like Drew Breeze just had a, a much better season. Incredible season uh, to, Tom Bra- to Tom Brady. So I don't, I don't know. Like I hate lists, which. Uh, should be good when our Patreon list video drops today on YouTube. Yeah. I realized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good plug, good plug. One omission right, so we left there was Tyron Matthew. Pretty good free agent pickup for the Chiefs. Oh, uh, yeah, whatever. But he came on really He's strong in the playoffs. But anyway, uh, what were, were you going to say? Something about the Saints? Uh, um, I was going to say, like, I think Taysom Hill's best role is – like exactly what he was doing last season. Yeah. I, it, if you could have Teddy Bridgewater as your starter and then bring Taysom Hill in for the, I don't let's call him wild gadget. Your pace. Yeah. Offensive weapon. Yeah. Just let him play receiver, blocker, kick returner. What I don't care. Quarterback sometimes. Yeah. Um, if he, yeah, if Taysom Hill leaves, you know, What's a team that would, like, take a chance on him as a starting quarterback, though? It's a really interesting question. And Maybe I know that I Bay. wrote about it. I wrote about it yesterday and immediately forgot. Yeah, well. Could he fit in, like, Carolina's offense? Yeah, because Maybe. they have Christian McCaffrey. I think any quarterback can fit there when, when you've got a running yeah. back you can dump it off to. Be a every, pretty devastating read option, I think. Yeah. I, that's actually – I think that's a great uh, team. I don't think he's really an upgrade over Cam, though. No. Depending on the health. Depending I would assume health. Cam was gone if Taysom Hill's there. And then yeah. you have I, – I don't know what kind of 
Offensive. Oh, you know who I said? I said the Raiders yesterday. Oh, interesting. Because the thing I is, you don't have to... him for some reason. Yeah, no, it's absolutely like white guy, gritty. Uh, Give me your grittiest course. white guy. That's Give me your grittiest white. Religious, won't get sucked into the Las Vegas lifestyle. Temptations. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's what you think. Oh, maybe not. Yeah, a lot of Mormons in Nevada to begin with. Proximity to Utah. It, you know, it's a thought because you wouldn't have to get rid of Derek Carr uh, right off the bat, and you could kind of integrate him into the offense slowly. And then once Derek Carr pisses you off because he doesn't throw more than three yards down the field, say, hey, Taysom, get in there, take some shots. Take some he shots. Does, and they're mostly intercepted because he's only thrown seven passes in the NFL, and we forgot that he wasn't that good of a quarterback at BYU. It's just really athletic. And That's playing quarterback funny. takes a different skill set than playing wide receiver and, and running back and kick returner and punt protector. Hmm. FedEx. I got a FedEx, Will. Are you looking at your window? Yeah. Let me see if I got a sign. Okay. Carry I'll sign this shit. Nope, don't have to sign. Never mind. False alarm. He was just slow at getting away from the door. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I'm not sure Taysom Hill is a starting quarterback. He seems like the kind of guy you got to build around correctly. Like yes. he's not the quarterback. He's not a quarterback who's so good he's going to go into a place and succeed no matter what. Um, Agreed. Based on the Saints' offseason, I hope they end up with none of these quarterbacks and have just the worst fucking season imaginable. Um, it would be funny. Uh, yeah, I think we're all getting tired of the Saints. Kind of woe is me attitude after those two playoff games. Yeah, uh, well, I, I'm mostly talking about their their uh, PR pedo stuff. Yeah, then I was going to get to like, you know, you, you throw that in there with um, the whole pedophilia. Not a great look. No. Why would Drew Brees retire would be my question. Um because he plays great. Play for an organization that uh, has been helping pedophiles while he's been there. Well, yeah, but he still looks like he's good enough where he could go somewhere else then. Well, some quarterbacks. Uh, but he might be realizing. What's that? We've kind of lost sight of this with Tom Brady, but not every quarterback wants to play until their arms fall off. That's true. That's fair. And they're literally carried off the field in different pieces brady some and quarterbacks Phillip want Rivers. their last like want their last impressions to be them playing well i think I drew Brees just wants to i think he wants to get paid more that's just my guess possibly i think he wants more money uh okay miles garrett this this pissed me off uh so What's today? Thursday. So Tuesday it was reported that he met with the NFL about his reinstatement. And the report was that the NFL did not have a timeline when he would be reinstated. And then they reinstated him the next fucking day. So the timeline was 24 hours. Why couldn't the NFL just be like, we'll probably know within a a day or two, a couple days, we'll have a decision. You've also had like, two or three months to think about it yeah and it makes me mad because i make a video talking about like 
probably not going to, we might not know for a while. And then they, they update it the next day. And I would have just waited to do the whole fucking Miles Garrett story after we, we got that in. I just, it's something nobody else would complain about, but I'm complaining about it. It's probably, it feels like something where he like walks into the league office and they're like, Oh, Oh, that's right. You are suspended. Uh, when when are you when are we reinstating? Oh, uh, the, uh, we've been thinking about it, but we don't have the timetable right now. Uh, uh, get back to us tomorrow. Yeah. What what'd you do? Oh again? yeah, you're reinstated now. What'd you do again? Yeah. Oh, that guy. Yeah, he's not even going to be a starter. So uh, yeah, sure, you can play. Did you help any um, Catholic pedophiles in New Orleans with their PR? Okay, yeah, you can play again. Yeah, go for it. Play again. Why not? Did you did you steal did you any do signs? The, yeah, the Astros stuff. Did you do any of the Astros stuff with the trash cans and the the thing? How bad nope. did they cheat, Will? Uh, pretty bad. Pretty bad. I keep yeah. hearing about it, and I'm. Just... Uh, they really. The thing is, like, people are getting mad because they're just they're very, very uh, unremorseful. Yeah. They don't seem to think it was cheating, or um, if it was, I don't really care. So was that their first World Series that they won? Uh, yeah, I believe so. If not, then, like, forever. No, I think it was their first one. I think, like, as Back a fan, if I had been rooting for a team for a long time and they never won the championship and then they won and then we found out they cheated, I would think that's cooler. <laughs> It's a weird feeling, though, as a fan. I'd be like, oh, <laughs> fuck, yeah, we got away with cheating. That's how we won the, the World Series. That's like a great story that everybody's going to remember and be pretty upset and divided about. That's awesome. Well, uh, just ask someone from New England. How they felt about it. The first six Five times. Five of the six times. Yeah. One of them was legit, and I won't say which one. <laughs> it was the Eagles one. And it's not the one you think. I'll tell Actually, you, after no, this no, that, break. Was, that was the one where they, they slipped uh, Epicac into Donovan McNabb's Gatorade on the Ooh, sideline. Pukey McNabb. And Tio yeah. had a broken leg. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's one of the great Super Bowl performances, I'll tell you that. Yeah, the Panthers Super Bowl, they cheated by like just like shifting John Casey's helmet a little bit to the right. <laughs> His like sense of direction was off, and he kicked it out of bounds. They cheated by playing the Panthers. Let's be honest. <laughs> they cheated by playing Jake DeLome in a Super. Jake DeLome was awesome in that Super Bowl. I should. Man, that was a good Super. Mention. I was rooting. I think was that the Patriots' second Super Bowl win or third? Yeah, that was the second. I was rooting really hard for the Panthers. That was before like I truly hated the Patriots. I just didn't want them to win because. Uh, they were they going just, for back-to-back titles, right? Or did no, they... they're going for two out of three. Because they that... won the first one, then they missed the playoffs, and then made it back. Okay. So, yeah, that one, I wanted the Panthers because they were an expansion team. And then the one after that's when I started to hate the Patriots because the Broncos had their back-to-back Super Bowls, right, which was special. It made the Denver Broncos – like an elite NFL company for winning back-to-back Super Bowls. Really yes. hard to do. And then the Rams were going for back-to-back Super Bowls, but the Patriots beat them. So I was rooting for the Patriots to win that first Super Bowl 
because I didn't want the Rams to have the same prestige as the Broncos did. And then three fucking years later, the Patriots are going for back-to-back Super Bowls, and I didn't want them to win because it was going to make the Broncos back-to-backs look less impressive. And now when you think about it, when you're a good football team, there's a good chance you're going to get back to those Super Bowls. Unless you're in the NFC. Like, none of the NFC teams can get back-to-back anymore. No, the NFC – yeah, the NFC is weird. They can't even repeat their own division. The Seahawks almost did, I guess. They lost. They were very close. That's when my Patriots hatred started, though. Oh, I thought you were going to say the Seahawks. I was like, I don't think so. No, no, no. Way back, way back. Um, Let's see. We got uh, Jameis got LASIK eye surgery. Uh, Our good friend Adam Rank joked that he now has 30-30 vision. Correct. Which uh, is pretty solid joke. Give it up. I don't – Here's the thing. I thought a lot. I saw a lot of thirty thirty vision jokes. I want to know uh, who had it first. We got to have Adam uh, Reich on to see if he stole that things. joke. I think it's one of those things where it's a very logical conclusion to come to. Yeah, it's a pretty obvious. As far as one. jokes go, once you and see I think it, people <laughs> arrive at it independently, like the pyramids. Yeah, fair enough. Our brains work uh, in very similar ways, more than we like to admit. I think. Yeah. There's for, for a lot of these things, there's only so many jokes that work, you know, unless you're a true genius. Like us. Yeah. Or because coming. who could come up with a, a joke like uh, Chad Knopf and say it five times fast? Chad Knopf, Chad Knopf, Chad Knopf, Chad Knopf, Jack Knopf. See? So, yeah. There we go. So it's there right there. Um, so the name. I think and I saw Andrew Mason say something about uh, his first name should be Jack. I was like, all right, Andrew. All right. Andrew, working blue today. Working. Yeah. Uh, so XFL. Huh. With uh, an NFL franchise, you get to make those kind of jokes. Yeah, he gets to say whatever the fuck he wants. He's independent. Um, a strong, independent man who can make masturbation jokes. Andrew Mason is a guy I would – if if you and I ever get to turn my show into a real show that somebody's paying to produce, and I can have a like an actual staff, um, oh yeah, Mason's a guy I want. A million dollars. You're yeah, coming like the... with me by default, so uh, that's already lost. <laughs> by default, yeah. By yeah. working with me for fucking coming up two two years now, Will, coming we're gonna have a two year anniversary. Isn't that crazy? Uh, and I always say working with me, not for me. No, no, Even no, though no. I just say for me. We're collaborators. But Andrew Mason is a guy I would – like, he's just – he's got so much football knowledge in his brain. He's got a good sense of humor, uh, and he would be able to make me look a lot smarter than I am. He despises he – like, he's like us in that, like, he hates hot takes. Yeah. He hates take culture. He's very logical. He's very reasonable. Make sure rational, you, pragmatic. You follow Andrew Mason and you tell him, and tell him Will and Brandon you. sent you for his Jack Off Knopf joke. Yep. Uh, <laughs> he's in the gang. Yeah, he's in the gang. He's in the gang now. And then after Andrew Mason, uh, I'll try to get uh, – I'll Who see if John Stewart wants to jump back in as a, a John writer. Stewart. 
Yeah, David Letterman. Maybe. Letterman. <laughs> Just all the old guys. <laughs> Johnny Carson. We'll dig him up. <laughs> Leno? Where's Leno at? What? <laughs> Well, I know, taking up the whole screen with his fucking chin. He can teach me how to be likable to middle America. The Midwest, yeah. <laughs> I, think I, I, think I think I already do pretty well right there. Now. I think you're covered. For some, yeah. Even though I consider myself a progressive, I think I struggle with progressives. <laughs> yeah. I know because if I make a, pro- make a joke against the progressives, nobody says shit. I go the other way, I start to catch heat. You sure I do. Catch the heat. Uh, you but sure do. I, oh, we still got to endorse our candidate. Right. We've, uh, we've talked about it, and we said we were going to endorse one, and then we never did. Well, it's a long process. Yeah, I think maybe each candidate. It could be a thing where we say we're going to endorse the candidate each episode, but we never actually do. No, we will. But then once the whoever wins that's who we say we endorse the whole time i like it what if it's donald trump what if it's donald draper you know i was thinking because i was watching call me by your name this morning that you could really just insert john ham into every army hammer role and it would be like 25 percent better just a little bit better why don't you call me by your name don draper i shouldn't even have mentioned it just an excuse to get Will to do his pretty good Don Draper voice. Doing it again. He won't stop. I'm just stop. jealous. I can't do it. John Hamm on the podcast. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Well, I told you, you got, we got a stepping stone. You got to rank already. Get oh, yeah, we got to see if he's going to get us uh, Draper. Then we get Draper. Do you think Draper John Hamm would be mad if we just referred to him as Draper the whole time? <laughs> Probably. I don't think he'd come back. I think he'd like politely laugh and then. Uh, be very mad off screen. I heard fuck with those guys. I heard ads for Mad Men on a podcast I was listening to recently. Interesting. And I was at first I was like, whoa, because it started off with like their New York ad men, and uh, I was like, wait, are they doing another like ad guys show? Like spinoff? Yeah. And then I was like, no, this is just they're advertising a, Mad a Men show that ended like five years ago. Yeah, I mean it's really good. I need to rewatch it. Advertising a show about advertising. Mm, that's fucking meta. Think about that. All right, let's talk about this XFL shit. Um, Yeah, I guess so. Because you texted me Saturday, and you're like, are you watching this game? And it was the first one, and I was. And I was like, Mm. reluctantly. And then you were like, yeah, but it's pretty good. And then I was like, yeah, but I just didn't want to watch fucking football today. And then I watched – I watched the whole thing. Like I was just going to watch a little bit and then maybe <laughs> watch the end. So I kind of knew what was happening because I knew there was four games, but the first game was the best game and it got me really excited. Uh, and the like Twitter was, the engagement was really high. The videos about the XFL did really well. So like I'm ex- more excited this weekend to do it, even though I still don't think they should have Saturday games. Um, but what were what do you think of it overall? Like after you watched all the games, knowing kind of what we did with the XF or the AAF last year, how'd you feel about this first round of XFL shit? It just looks more fun than the AAF. There's it a better more package around it. It does, yeah. but there's like a more like 
I don't know. It looks more like colorful and uh, fun and like inviting. And the AAF, AAF like truly looks like a minor league football. Yeah. League. It definitely uh, felt like full on second tier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and maybe it was like they got good attendance too in the uh, XFL games. Uh, maybe that's because you know they're playing in stadiums with twenty thousand seats in them. Um, and it's easier to make it look fuller, but that's like part of, that's part of the illusion though. Right. Yeah. I kind of part of it. The whole advertising like campaign behind the XFL has been like 10 times better than the AF, maybe even more times 30. I don't know, but I don't remember like ESPN or Fox or any of those networks talking about the AF before it really started. Right. Because yeah, AF was like on, CBS for like week one and then like CBS sports and TNT, I think. Yeah. And then it's kind of buried. Like if you don't have cable, probably not going to watch it. Yeah. You had to have like the deep sports package cable to get their games. Yeah. Um, But like just the buildup before was covered. And then the broadcast of it was the same as NFL. Like you're getting, I mean, you got Steve Levy, calling the first game um, with Pat McAfee on the sidelines. Like that was pretty cool. Diana Rossini shoving microphones in people's faces. Right. The, yeah. The worst moment of their life. And then the kicker fucking bouncing back and nailing a 54 yarder after that was cool. Respect. Uh, I don't know. <clears throat> I thought the football was pretty good. I felt like Sunday the football looked more comparable to the AAF in terms of the quality not being as great. But I was also yeah. – I was doing man shit Sunday, Will. Watching the Oscars, man shit. No, I had to. I had a fucking pipe sprung a leak in my basement in my water oh. heater. I go, So I go down in my basement. Put some, I'll, put some chewing gum on it. Yeah, basically every day, like to shoot an episode or to exercise. People don't think I exercise, but I do. Now, uh, I go down there, and there's just all this water all over the floor. I'm like, oh, fuck, which normally I would have caught because I'm down there every day, but I, my neck went out, and I didn't shoot a video for a few days. So my basement was very wet, and just mm-hmm. this water springing out of a pipe. And, uh, of course, I immediately you know, panicked and called my daddy, what do I do? What do I do? Uh, I covered it with duct tape first to limit the, the further damage. Uh, but then I had to go to the hardware store, you know, get some shit to fix it, which is, it's really easy to fix. But when you just don't know what to do, that's the hardest part. I'm like, do I got to get a new pipe? Do I, how do I, do I shut the water off? My dad's like, you don't need to shut the water off. Like just tape it up, go get yourself one of these things. And I fixed it, but it took, it probably about five times as long as it would have taken a real man. Uh, but that was in the middle of the football game. So the whole point of that story was I didn't pay as much attention to the second round of games. Right. I'm glad that you, being a full 12 years older than me, have the same exact reaction that I would have had. Daddy! Problem. Daddy, how my, do I fix call this? Call my papa. Ask yeah. my papa for help. They grew up, uh, you know, when you had to be a man. Exactly, yeah. And, and I'm glad, we, like, I never... We're just large boys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not even large. Lost. <laughs> just big boys. Not mad. 
I'm a, I'm a boy. I mean, we're boys in men's clothing. Like I work on a computer all day, but if something goes wrong with it, I still don't know how to fix that shit either. <laughs> lost. Somebody help me. We live in a world where we know how to operate stuff, but we don't know how it operates. Yeah. I remember as a kid, my dad was like, when he would fix shit and you try to teach me, I, I told him when I was a kid. staring blankly. <laughs> no, I said, I'm going to have money. I'll pay somebody to fix this one day for me. And? And I'm getting there. <laughs> hey dad can i borrow some money to get this thing fixed at my hey, house yeah i'm gonna have money your money i'm just yeah all that money you're working really hard for dad i'm gonna borrow my a lot trust of that fund. <sighs> okay uh XFL, xfl stuff what so we know like the sideline interviews like they're they're entertaining and they're gonna make for some interesting sound yeah bites, but you you have to trade like- off all the bad moments to get or boring moments to get those nuggets every now and then, right? Yeah, it feels uncomfortable to me, to be honest. And I think long-term, it would be better not to do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it, it, like, it kind of gives like a sense of – and I think the same way about like miking up the coaches and everything, it makes it a little amateurish. It makes it come off as amateur. Interesting. Because the – like the – you know – the top shelf product doesn't do that stuff. And I don't, yeah. you know, it, the only reason we'd want that is because like we know those people and we're curious what they would say in those moments. And to some extent, like we do have it with like mic'd up that they'll cut to on the sidelines for like Monday night football or something like that. You know, Sam Darnold seeing ghosts, stuff like that. Uh, but with this, like we don't, we're not really invested in the players, so it's not particularly interesting. It's just but a it, bunch of guys we've never heard of for it, the most part. I feel like on that point, though, it kind of helps you get to know some of these players. Like, I know, Maybe. I know, the, really anything, I know though. the face of the defender's kicker now. I, I know his, I know his name's Rosas or something. Rojas, Rose, Rosers, Rosary. Okay, I guess I don't know his name. So. <laughs> yeah. Point to Will. Point. Number two. He's number two. I know that. And he was sad after he missed that 35-yarder. But then he, he, he redeemed himself. I liked, I liked hearing the coaches talking to the players, like, when the play was starting. Um, calling in the plays, like, I don't really give a shit. But I liked hearing the coach – Call in the play and then be like, check seven, watch this guy, or whatever the fuck they said. Like, I found that part kind of interesting. Um, but you know that if, you know, if, if the XFL becomes more and more popular and the coaches, like the big coaches and players have leverage because you can always leverage yourself into the next level with the NFL, uh, it'd be like, all right, we're going to have a bargaining agreement where – if I'm sticking around, we got to get rid of this and this. And the first thing that they want to get rid of is the microphones. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, depends. Depends on how much attention they want. Probably not. Also Vince McMahon is uh, pretty good at getting away with doing whatever he wants for complete disregard for the health and well-being of any of his employees. <laughs> yeah. I no, just watched the, 
Correct. the John Oliver WWE thing. And I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck. Um, the last thing I want to touch on was uh, the kickoff. I think the kickoff's pretty interesting. I think it's a, a creative solution to a problem that we've been kind of pondering for a long time. Yep. Uh, it doesn't, it's like, it's not taking away the potential for a big play. If anything, it makes a big play more likely. Yeah. And I Uh, think you, you you know, it's safer for, from what we can tell. They made the play better and safer in one try. Pretty much. And the NFL has been trying to do this for years. Pretty Uh, much. Yeah. And they're just like, well, our solution is to, we're just going to kick it further. Yeah, they're like, we're just going to make it nearly obsolete. We're going to make it pretty much a formality. Because what the the XFL moved it back, so it's it's harder for a kicker to kick a touchback. Um, They just eliminated the players running down the field. They're like, the problem is the 40-yard sprint before collision. Why don't we move that line over to the other side of the field, put the two guys, the two lines together, um, and then not let him move until the guy touches the ball. Um, right. Create some interesting strategy. Yeah, it makes I think kickoff teams like relevant to the game again. Yeah, the and there's you're gonna see more kicks break because yeah. there is one line of defense, and uh, the kick return teams did a better job, I felt, at tackling than I expected. Uh, opening week but a couple returns almost went the distance and um it i thought the the big thing was the a, a kick returner can botch the kick and have far less consequences the oh, yeah. uh i think it was a wild or uh, the roughneck next returner the ball like hit his foot and shot 10 yards forward and he was still able to run and get it and, and had like the biggest return of the weekend. Yeah. And you've seen like kickers drop the ball and pick it up, you know, plenty of times. But uh, I think if your kick returner is not as worried about making that mistake, you're going to see bigger plays. And there were like 92% yeah. returns as compared to 30 per 36% in the NFL. So it was far more interesting. It is. Um, I don't know if the NFL will ever adapt to that or adopt it, I should say. I don't know why they but, wouldn't. They fuck with everything else. Right. Right. Uh, I mean, like, leagues, I don't think are as afraid of making fundamental changes anymore. Like, we just saw the MLB, a, a, a league that, like, is historically um, Rigid. like purist. Yeah. Add a new rule yesterday that completely changes the game where relievers have uh, a three batter minimum before you can oh shit a new pitcher yeah why did they do that uh pace of play mm-hmm. because like you know like it does take like, in a reliever he'll throw two pitches getting out and then you have to go to commercial again and get another guy warmed up yeah hmm. so changes like strategy changes everything they should have just and I like it too. Got rid of the pitcher to speed up the game. I guess. Like it was like a T. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. You think hitting a ball off a T is pretty easy, but if you make that T say metal, 
Mm, you, you hit the T and that T doesn't go anywhere. Hitting's going to be pretty challenging. What, what about like a, an electrified piece of metal and the bat is Ooh. also metal? Now we're talking. And you now can't wear talking. gloves and there's no gloves. No. <laughs> so if you miss, you get Players got to catch it with their bare hands. Yeah. <laughs> and even though they don't need it, I, I want uh, baseball players to have to wear the old football leather helmets. I think they should have to wear those like World War I German helmets with spikes and catch it on the spike. Oh, shit. That's yeah, you either get, yeah, or, or one of the like war gas masks. <laughs> yeah. I think every three innings they should get gassed <laughs> and the survivors get to keep going. <laughs> Welcome to baseball. Fixed by Brandon and Will. Yep. It's the most dangerous sport since rollerball. <laughs> then they tried interleague play. Intersports play. <laughs> Intersports play. It's a classic from basketball. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's a movie. Anything else from XFL? Uh, do you have like a team? No. The team that you're attracted to? I kind of like the defenders for the uniforms. Yeah, defenders look the cleanest uniforms. Like the all around best team. They had special teams plays, uh, quarterback defense, play. offense, quarterback looked good. Um, I think the Vipers could make a big jump. They looked like the worst team. I don't think they are. But no, I, I, like I want to latch on to a team, but you've got to. It's like you got to develop a relationship with the team. Exactly. Who knows at this point? And all the close cities are cities like St. Louis, Houston, and Dallas, and teams we don't know. It. Yeah, yeah. If the closest were, team to if, me is L.A., and and most people in my part of the state hate Southern California. So and their wow. sports. And they look terrible. Their franchise is a fucking mess right now. Uh, I'm yeah. writing about that for the next episode. But if if Albuquerque had a team or Boise, you know, you like a, a city I could root for to be – like Houston, they have, they have the Texans. Dallas has the Cowboys. St. Louis I'm kind of leaning towards because they had their football uh, team ripped away from them. But it's still in Missouri. And the Chiefs just won the Super Bowl, so like, does that state need a football team? Uh, I think it's different. Like, it's hard if your team gets ripped away from you. Like, it's hard to just like latch onto a new team and like really be invested in them. No, you know? I'm sure, but like, if the Broncos left and you had like the closest team to you, it would be Kansas City, Chiefs. right? Yes. Yeah. So, you know, that's not happening. But, like, say, like, you had to become, like, a 49ers fan. If we're going to just shoot west, straight west. Yeah, well, 49ers Raiders are tough because they're so close in proxy. They were so close. But those those fans didn't like those teams. But I I feel like if I grew up in San Francisco and say I was a big, like, I liked the state of California, I I could have seen myself being, like, NFC, all in, 49ers. And then my side team being the AFC Chargers. Um, but I don't know. I've never lived in that sort of li- that world. 
No, no, it's it's a it's not a good world to live in. It's a dystopia. It's a dystopian future where you have to have two NFL teams. So I want the because Boise they're moving, or because they're moving so often. You have to have a backup. Yeah. Every team is relocating to LA. Say hello to the Van Nuys Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> the Westwood Seahawks. Ooh. The Calabasas Cardinals. That's got a ring to it. Beverly Hills Colts. The Long Beach Lions. Lions. There Where, you go. Those beach lions. The Santa Monica Patriots. Oh. Yeah. I don't like it. That's what the NFL will be in like 50 years. Just all California teams. Oh, God, with any luck, LA will be underwater. <clears throat> That's mean, Will. And then so. Las Vegas will be on the coast. Probably, right? That's a big chunk of the country, but yeah, sure. <laughs> and you're. Your apocalyptic future, uh, the Raiders are the best coastal team in the league. Yeah, they're suddenly on beautiful beachfront property. Okay, well, (laughs) we made it through a podcast. We made it through a football podcast. Good ending. Okay.